Bud Light made cans with him, them, her, whatever. It's the phobic Super Bowl sponsored by Bud Light. This is intersectionality imploding. Okay, first of all, his cult is less of an atrocity than his band 30 Seconds to Mars. (laughs) I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your dumpster fire for the months of April 2nd to June 8th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns. crapola it's been quite a time off it has not been relaxing (laughs) most people take time off and they go on vacation we moved our entire location to lovely texas holy dog texas only steers and queers come from texas private cowboy united states (laughs) (laughs) no longer shooting in a garage in california No. And I have to say, it feels great. (laughs) I love this magical thing called central air and having a location that we can control the light. Yeah. And we can control all of the other facets. I know you're going to miss the birds (laughs) and me screaming at random dogs, people, the FedEx truck interruptions, the Harrison Ford plane flyovers, but we here are more efficient and streamlined when we can just go straight through. We did our best to recreate the set, but the set is going to change. It's going to change. So we're uh, not in the same place. We're not the same people. I feel like a Texan now. I need to get some wood behind me. (laughs) Wood. (laughs) It's going to evolve. It's going to evolve. I know people don't like change, but we here at Phetasy, we encourage change. We thrive on change. It is the only thing we can count on in life. Make sure you join us at Phetasy.com for the unedited version of Dumpster Fire. It always drops the day before we launch. Our schedule's changing because we're changing. And we are going to be launching on Sundays from now on. And also... Trying to shoot some things maybe midweek. So pay attention to this channel because things are happening. But for all of the behind the scenes stuff, pictures of our set, we've been joking about so many things in Fetacy.com. It's also the best way to support our show and help us keep these lights on and help us continue to do what we love doing, which is mocking everything while the world burns and getting accused of sitting on the sidelines. Nothing... Tickles my heart more. While you're here, don't forget to like, subscribe. We love your comments and touch my bells and buttons. Make sure you tell all your friends about us. That's the only way anyone hears about us. As we were going to shoot, the news was breaking about the Trump indictment. Another one. We know nothing about that, so we won't be covering it. Other than my opinion, just upon cursory glances, that... It seems like a weaponization of the DOJ, no matter what I feel about Trump and anyone who watches the show knows how I feel about Trump. It still seems pretty sketchy, not great, but I could also be totally wrong about that. Maybe the guy is just a criminal, but I feel like all politicians are criminals. So if we really want to go down this road, I feel that it's not going to end well for anybody. Starting it off, we have... 
Siri, please take my life. So there was an a AI video, deep fake video that was going around. I think the Trump, like Donald Trump Jr. retweeted it. And it was of Michael from The Office. But <laughs> during, I'm just, we're just going to play it because yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Are you wearing lady clothes? No. This is a power suit. That there's a woman's suit. Damn. Would you please tell Daryl that this is not a woman's suit? Oh my God, that's a woman's suit. The pants don't have any pockets. No, they don't. See? But for anyone listening, it's the scene where Michael is accused of wearing a woman's suit, and it's DeSantis's face. And it is so crazily good. Yeah. We're not ready for this election. You first showed it to me and I was far away from the screen and wasn't really paying attention. And I was like, like, I've seen this. And you were like, it's DeSantis. (laughs) I was like, wow, he looks a lot like Michael Scott. Can I just tell you something about media literacy folks watching this? If you see a video, any video out there, any video, your automatic response should be to pause. You should assume that it's fake. You should assume that I am fake. You should assume Bridget is a robot. I am deep fake AI right now. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet and cushion. And until that is proven otherwise by, say, subscribing to Fetacy.com and seeing the unedited version, this is a great way to prove your, that I'm real. You should just assume all videos are fake and or you are not seeing the full context before you go on Facebook and you're like, burr, 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 look at this guy doing this thing. It's only going to get worse. So it's going to have to start with you, the viewer, to not be a freaking moron who's going to spread every single thing you see. And if you do find something that's fake and you share it, make sure you're like, this is, you know, not this is deep fake. I don't even know how deep fakes are illegal, honestly, other than like satire purposes like this. Uh huh. Although I will say this will work out great for Biden because he's already been dead for eight years. <laughs> you're a victim. Mm. Here we go, CSI. It's our first deep fake president, honestly. We've just been weekend at Bernieing Biden, and no one's going to know the difference. That's why he falls all the time. They have to make it look like AI Biden is real. <laughs> They're like, oh, we got to make AI Biden trip so the people think he's still just a stumbling old man. Moving on. We have Capitalism Always Wins. Capitalism Always Wins? Bud Light suffers a staggering 17% sales plunge amid Dylan Mulvaney controversy. Dylan Mulvaney is a TikTok influencer who spent the year transitioning to a girl. Women having bulges sometimes. And you might see a bulge or two. And documented it and was like, it's my first year as a girl. And in order to celebrate... Dylan's first year as a girl. Day 37 of being a girl, it's Easter, and Jesus is not the only thing that has risen this morning. Bud Light made cans with him, them, her, whatever, them, Dylan, on the cans, and then paid Dylan to do a TikTok video about it. And of course, everybody was outraged about it. Not everybody, but conservatives primarily. And I don't know what they were thinking on it. I think Bud Light was just trying to get the gay, the gay dollar. But there are other ways to get the gay dollar than this. 
it turned into this whole thing. People started boycotting Bud Light and they were like, we're going to make an example out of Bud Light. And then Kid Rock made a video where, you know, grandpa was shooting. He was shooting the Bud Lights because he was so mad. Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. A couple things come to mind in that video. One, he's a really bad shot. There are still two cases. He has, like, this is an automatic weapon of some... Grandpa shouldn't be allowed to have firearms. That's the second thing that comes to mind. This is why the elderly should be kept away from firearms. Say your prayers, half-breed! How did you miss two cases of beer standing 13 feet away? I don't understand. It's just such an unforced error. I don't understand. I do understand because if you go down the rabbit hole of diversity, equity, inclusion, ESG scores, and all of the things that are underpinning our global economy and social credit that's creepily being snuck into our system, it all makes sense. But this is too complicated for the average person to understand so they just see Dylan Mulvaney advertising Bud Light. And they're like, fuck you. I don't want my corporation to go all woke. I've had enough. He hates these cans. Stay away from the cans. This is one of the worst cases of, uh, of a company not knowing its audience ever. Or trying to get another audience and not really fully understanding the culture wars and the ramifications of that. It's just strange. So then they tried to pivot back after they started. It was like a complete disaster. I don't know who's advising these people, but they start to then they have to pivot back. And they at first came out supported. I implore you to pay heed to this good book and what it has to say. Dylan, the gay community was like, hooray, see, we've got, Bud Light's got our back, but then. Son, you're on your own. It kept getting worse and worse, and they kept losing more and more money and orders, and then the top people were like, we didn't know anything about this. This happened without our permission, fired somebody, or somebody, you know, resigned or whatever. I think the woman who was kind of behind this ad campaign and then they came out with this, not gay at all, <laughs> Bud Light Harley merger. Limited edition Budweiser Harley Davidson cans. For those who give everything to their craft. And tried to pivot back into like something. Look how American. Bud Light has lost $27 billion in market value since this happened. Here's what I think. I don't think corporations have caught up to the new world. We've been doing an interview with my favorite author, Thomas De Zangotita, about Mediated, and you have a culture that is so cynical and so media savvy and sees through all of this transparent bullshit, and you have corporations with people who haven't, these guys have been golfing for like 30 or 40 years, the guys at the top of these corporations. They don't 
fucking know what's going on in on Twitter or TikTok or any of this. They have no idea. They're multi, multi-millionaires who have been insulated by this on their yachts, at their country clubs. They have been laughing while the world burns, making money during the pandemic. Like, it's all going great for them. And they don't know about the plebs fighting. And the plebs are pretty effective now with their social media. And so as they are finding out very slowly, this they shouldn't even be engaging in any of this. Just sell us beer. You used to just sell us beer. Be like, go get drunk. It was like that freaking South Park. Like, boobs, butt, go have sex, drink more. Expensive cars, ass, drink, ass, money, you in a tuxedo, threesome, vodka, pussy, drink, drink, drink. That's what it was like. Now it's like all of this messaging. You want to engage in the culture. I don't want to engage in the culture war. Normal people don't want to engage in this. Why are you shoving it down our throat like some... Kind of. The prophecy is true. I have so many dirty jokes I'm not going to make right now. <laughs> They're so inappropriate. When you want to keep your balls tucked or untucked, come to Bud Light. And you might see a bulge or two. What are you doing, Bud Light? Why? This is like the wedge issue in the United States right now, and you're going to go just stumble into it knowing nothing. It's. Yeah, you're going to go try and sell some beer with it to not your audience. (sighs) Wrangler's going to start making assless chaps for pride. I'd rather drink a gallon of Dylan Mulvaney cum than Bud Light. (laughs) And now conservatives are take, you know, they've realized their power with their dollar and they're now boycotting anybody who's affiliated with pride, which was even more hilarious because yesterday there was a tweet that was like Cracker Barrel has fallen. (laughs) (laughs) It's Pride Month and Target had has always had for like freaking 20 years pride displays during pride. By the way, no gay people are shopping at Target. My friend was like, if I came home with some kind of pillow from Target, my husband would divorce me. (laughs) This is stuff for like moms who have gay kids and want to be supportive. Moms who wish they had gay kids. Moms who want to turn their kids gay. Moms who want to use their kids as social credit. As a parent of a child that has started his trans journey, I accept him and we accept him. Hashtag trans parents. This is for moms who are narcissists. So now they've lost $9 billion. They wound up pulling the line, though, which is... Well, because then conservatives were going into stores and yelling at the employees. There were some reports of this and videos, and then people were showing... They were doing this thing where they're like, look at these conservatives ransacking the Target. Just kidding. That was a BLM, right? Like, I fucking hate all of you. I hate you all. I hate... You all leave the employees of Target alone, no matter who you are. Focus on the corporation. Don't focus on these minimum wage employees, you douchebags. But that's just conservative shopping at Target, maybe. (laughs) Maybe that's just how people shop at Target. My stand is stop harassing people who are in customer service. You absolute maniacs. Everyone's losing their mind. 
Yeah. And we're going into an election cycle. So sweet. Now everyone's brain is going to be even more broken. Well, then in Beyond Parody, Dylan Mulvaney comes out as a lesbian. <laughs> so I recently told my parents that I may be a little bit romantically interested in women. <laughs> I swear to God, we're being trolls. This is just a troll. This feels like a 4chan troll. So now you're just straight. You've gone full circle. You went from straight to gay to trans to now I'm a lesbian and I want to date women. And then at the end of this video, he's like, and then my dad was saying, I hope that you get some girl pregnant. And I said, oh, no, no, no. She would be getting me pregnant. And then he said, what, do you have a vagina now? And I said, never say never. We're absolutely living in a simulation. The Matrix has attacked me. How? How, is it just like you run out of things to get attention for? Hey, nobody here is really paying attention to us. That's weird. <laughs> you get facial, facial reconstruction, and then you're just like, I need more attention. Then you're like, I'm going to go start a controversy with Bud Light, and then you run out of that hit, and now you're like, I'm a lesbian. It just... All feels so narcissistic. Yeah. Next thing you know, they will be having a baby. <laughs> Maybe it was slippery slope. <laughs> I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Because I told you. What is happening? Parents protest opt-out option for LGBTQ curriculum in Maryland. I mean, I guess these conservative tactics are bringing awareness and working to a certain extent, but I also think parents are just paying more attention to what's being taught in their schools for the first time in, I guess, a couple of decades. Good for you, parents. You've been allowed to check out, and now you're like, what, what, what? So at Glendale and in Montgomery, I, uh, Maryland, Montgomery Park, Maryland, or somewhere like that, these parents showed up and they were at a school board meeting and they were outraged because in one instance, you couldn't opt out of the LGBTQ teaching or they were voting to try and make it essentially mandatory. You weren't going to be allowed to opt out. And in another, it was just I think they were protesting pride being taught in the schools. And these were all primarily Muslim families, which is I mean, I was laughing because, first of all, the optics are hilarious. Like all these liberal white women protesting these Muslim families and women. How are you? You said I haven't met an atheist. Yeah, you, you look at me like you haven't met an atheist before. Oh, okay. Well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. You want to shake hands? No, I really don't. And it's like the oppression Olympics, actually. <laughs> this is like... This is like the protected class Super Bowl. I don't know about you, but frankly, I'm sick and tired of how minority groups are marginalized in today's society. I don't know. I mean, I know how they're going to reconcile it. They're just going to be like, this is the Muslim face of white supremacy or whatever. They'll just call them racist and white supremacists. And that's how they'll justify their opinion that comes into conflict and that's how they'll assuage the cognitive dissonance in their own minds of how are these people that are, are token immigrants possibly not agree with us on all of these social causes. And it turns out many American immigrants are social conservatives. 
Something a lot of white liberals apparently don't know and are just learning for the first time. The first issue is to protect Muslim children in public schools from indoctrination to things that conflict with their religious beliefs. Islamophobic and transphobic. Until transphobic started getting thrown around as the way to just cudgel any kind of dissent, it was Islamophobic, as some of you might remember, particularly around Trump's early 2016, when he put the ban on Muslims and then everybody started calling anybody Islamophobic, even people like my friend Yasmin Mohammed, who might speak out against the religion and had her own experience with it. Ayan Hirsi Ali by feminists calling them Islamophobic for even daring to question the religion. And they were kind of this like you could not you could not criticize or question or anything and now it's bumped up against our new protective class the trans folks and it's i was sitting here a little and like this is intersectionality imploding this is why dividing people up in all these groups and making them uh, put one on top of one another so now it's funny watching all like the other day armenian homophobia was trending on twitter because it was all these Armenians in Glendale, and I thought they were just protesting by sitting on their BMWs smoking cigarettes, but turns out it got a little rowdy because Antifa showed up. Like, I get why parents are that parental rights are meaningful. I think that this should be kept out of schools as a parent. It is my I get to talk to my kid. I want people listening to this to think about this just as a thought experiment. When did you first learn what a trans person was? When was that first something and who explained that to you? Was it some uh, older sibling? Was it something you saw out in the world? For me, it was that song Lola, 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 Lola. by the Kinks. <laughs> I think about this. It certainly wasn't your first grade teacher talking about. I don't want my te teachers talking to my children about sexuality, genitalia, anything other than like sex ed. But they've kind of, you know put this all into sex ed, which is the sneaky, creepy way. Yes, good, Flory. Remember the filthy Sanchez. Hot Carl? Yes, you can give your partner the old hot Carl, sure. So I think parental rights are important. You have a right to say what your child is or is not exposed to, especially when it comes to stuff like gender and sex. And you have a right to get have an opinion about what your child is being taught. It gets very confusing when you're starting to talk about religion because there was a young woman giving this very impassioned speech at the school board talking about how religious freedom is very important. Freedom of religion is a fundamental human right that protects the conscience of all people. It allows us to think, express, and act upon what we deeply believe. But around the world and in the United States, this freedom is eroding. Not really realizing that the LGBTQ it kind of is like the new religion and you can't go against it. I think what happened is a liberal movement, and we've talked about this with BLM and civil rights, the civil rights movement was a liberal movement where 
adults should have equal rights. Love is love. It was co-opted by an illiberal movement. Suck my dick, bigot, is not liberal. Like a a trans woman calling somebody a turf or demanding that a lesbian have sex with them is not liberal. This is an illiberal movement that has co-opted a very liberal movement and it's doing it a disservice. And I'm not sure you see all this backlash rightfully, by the way, to a lot of this stuff, like the medic, the gender affirming care just today was breaking as I was coming to record. The NHS has banned putting kids on hormones unless it's in some kind of experimental clinic. It's they're not allowing it anymore. Most of Europe has overturned this because they're realizing it's not it's not your you can't pause puberty. These kids are getting sterilized. So gender affirming care is a very slippery way of disguising the sterilization of children. And I agree that parents should be pushing back against that. We should all be pushing back against that. However, it gets tricky because how do you not throw the baby out with the bathwater? These all of these things are so fundamentally linked. Pride Pride used to just be about not having shame for being gay. The most radical queers have been bitching about pride being corporatized forever. So conservatives and radical queers should be hand in hand talking about this stuff together. They they actually align on this. The, the radical queers didn't like this either. So when it got corporatized, it got confusing and ugly and now it's all together and it's going to be hard to extract those illiberal parts from what was a liberal movement and i'm not sure how you do it this is like the question that has been haunting haunting me yeah i'm writing a piece about it i just i'm like how do you do this without her going backwards or regressing right without hurting, you know, gay people who fought long and hard to just be able to get married. Because underneath a lot of the conservative rightful pushback, there's a lot of old school homophobia and bigot. There's you it just like you can see it. I see it online. I see it in comments. I see it kind of underlying some of the rhetoric where it's like, yeah, and that's why we never should have let these people get married. Flashback. Maybe it was slippery slow. (laughs) (laughs) Now, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how this plays out, honestly. Who will emerge the untouchable victor in the phobic Super Bowl? It's the Phobic Super Bowl, sponsored by Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to conspiracy theories we can get behind. Aliens are real, the government has proof, and no one seems to care. They keep on telling us this, and no one cares. They care more about Dylan Mulvaney having a Bud Light can than they care about fucking aliens. It's like every single quarter they trot out another government official or whistleblower of somebody saying, guess what, guys? Aliens are real. And everyone's like, I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. When the existence of of aliens doesn't make our current reality any more weird, you know, we're just we're seven levels above normality. Yeah. If people are like, "Mm, whatever, 
Okay. I also think maybe it's just humans secretly hope that they're going to come, like, annihilate all of us. The only hope is the sweet relief from death. Whoa! Or try to annihilate all of us so we can we can unify and band together like one, one species against another. <laughs> we can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Never say never. It's the only thing that might save us. Elon was on Twitter like, I've seen no evidence of aliens. <laughs> Elon, of, yeah, of exactly what an alien would say. We've already talked about how you're an alien who speaks dolphin. We know, we know. Maybe he doesn't even know he's an alien. He's like, aliens don't exist because I would have impregnated one by now and made her dye her hair blonde. <laughs> if I ever dye my hair blonde, you're all going to know. Bridget finally met Elon. <laughs> <laughs> Never woke enough. Taylor Swift's fans wrote an open letter to her demanding she break up with her new boyfriend. And then she did. But apparently that's because he cheated on her. Can you guys use your energy to make her break up with Ticketmaster, a behemoth? Who should be broken up by the government? Can we make her break up with Live Nation? Why are you making her break up with some douchebag? The music industry just keeps setting her up with these douchebags because they need her to keep cranking out albums. This woman, if she gets into a happy, relation, loving relationship, we're fucked. We're never getting a Taylor <laughs> Swift album ever again. What is she going to sing about? She's fueled by spite. I know this. It's the oldest trick in the book, spite fueling. I know how people addicted to this creative process, how important it is. That's why I make fun of Elon every week. I need something. <laughs> I'm in a loving relationship. <laughs> I need something to fuel me. The letter was ridiculous, though. She's going to be like, I'm creatively blocked. I'm too happy. Yeah. Well, that's she was in a happy relationship for like four years with some dude and then broke up with him and started dating this douchebag and her fans were so she, mad. That's what I mean. She was in a creative. She was in a good relationship and she was like, I'm creatively blocked. I'm too happy. Uh huh. And then her fans were outraged at her new boyfriend and told her to leave him. I feel like she's in an abusive relationship with her fans. Right. There was like, oh, you have the opportunity to make amends and contribute positively to society. Oh, my God. This is like when th this is the meme when she wasn't ever getting political. And it was like Taylor Swift's silence is deafening. This is the meme. Her yeah. audience has become the meme. When did it become the Spanish Inquisition? Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. I would like to know when did everyone become a inquisitor you're all like get a light go build something please stop go write your own songs go learn how to play guitar in the time that it took you to compose this letter and yell at taylor swift about her bad choices and scumbags you could have started a garden or something <laughs> grow your own food <laughs> that's gonna be my mantra clean the beach <laughs> My mantra now is going to be grow your own food or something. <laughs> Don't you see what's happening? It's time to check out the weather with Yannette Garcia. Yes, I'm sure that's what you're checking out. 
de 60 a 65 frentes fríos, bueno, ya vamos en el 50 y bueno, se localiza extendido sobre el noroeste de nuestro país, esperamos que hoy por la tarde ya se mantenga situado precisamente sobre Coahuila y Chihuahua, esperamos que este sistema frontal comience. Thank you, Yenat. I love your Instagram. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Parade of morons. A lawyer uses chat GPT in court and now greatly regrets it. This lawyer used chat GPT in court and then found out that chat GPT was a lying whore <laughs> and made up all of the freaking cases because the judge went and looked at the cases the lawyer was citing and none of them were real. <laughs> You mean case 00110011 wasn't real, Your Honor? I'm shocked. Shocked and shocked and appalled. People are so lazy. We're going to lazy ourselves right into self-extermination. All right. Then we've got this guy. Jared Leto was spotted climbing a building in Germany. <laughs> we should just start a category this guy. <laughs> yes, we should. And it's always just Jared Leto or someone like him. This guy. This, okay, the funny thing about this video is you think he's like 100 feet off the ground when you're like, oh, Jared Leto is climbing this hotel and then it zooms out and he's like 10 feet off the ground. I couldn't stop laughing when it zoomed out. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he was just free climbing the side of some building. How much must you suck to be that good looking and still have to pull stunts to get attention? Yeah, I mean, he has his own cult, a band, He's like a tech investor and a successful actor, and he still needs to pull crap like this. Okay, first of all, his cult is less of an atrocity than his band 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> Secondly, if you're that desperate for attention, just do stand-up comedy or cut your wang off. And you might see a bulge or two. <laughs> What's next? Dumpster diving. <laughs> Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good to do dumpster diving. Crazy climate change protesters tried to crash a Swedish dance show. Don't mess with the Swedes and their dancing. <laughs> I love that they just kept dancing through this. Uh-huh. These activists come on. A boom operator crashes the camera into them, or the camera operator crashes the camera into the people who are protesting. And in the back, the dancers are, it's like, it's like Strictly Ballroom 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The eco warriors. God, what a good movie. Ugh, the best movie. Top five. Then we have hobby horsing is an eco-friendly alternative to equestrian sport. I thought this was fake. I honestly, again, I sometimes because I take my own advice, I'm like, this video can't be real. So then I have to go do my due diligence. And it is, in fact, very real. It's become it's become this huge phenomenon. It's a way to be eco friendly and not have, you know, equestrian abuse and all of this stuff. So they this is a that they, they sell out, you know, state, not stadiums, small <laughs> rings of <laughs> stadiums. <laughs> This is like Quidditch. 
What are uh, we doing? Uh, I just just stop doing this. Just okay. Don't do equestrian stuff. Why are we doing? You're just jumping over sticks. This used to be called hurdles in track and field. And now you're doing it with a fake horse between your legs. <laughs> the world just progressively gets more ridiculous. I love it. It's, it's great for dumpster fire. Not great for the world. Great for us. We just wanted to show you those videos. If you're listening to the audio, I suggest you just go check out this segment only to see the two videos we just played. Or just Google hobby horsing. Or just Google hobby horsing. (laughs) It's not as dirty as it sounds. Yeah, it sounds like something pedos would be really into. Right. Breaking Bridget. The PGA Tour merges with Saudi's Live Golf. For those of you who don't know, I'm an avid golf watcher, and I've been following this whole PGA Live debacle quite closely. So for those of you who aren't familiar with this controversy, the Saudis started their own golf league to to kind of compete with the PGA Tour. And PGA was not happy about this competition. And the Saudis have been poaching all of their best golfers because they're offering them $150 million. How are you going to say no to that? And I didn't begrudge the players for saying no because capitalism always wins. And that's a lot of money, a lot more than you're probably going to make as a golfer, which is insane. And they have like shorter seasons. It's just better for like a lot of the Australian golfers loved it because they had tournaments in Australia. So they weren't traveling as much. They could be around their families. I don't begrudge these people, but this became this whole nasty affair. And the commissioner of the PGA was going around doing this kind of publicity store tour, trying to guilt the players out of saying yes to these hundreds of millions of dollars. And the Live Golf was suing the PGA Tour for non-competition, essentially, because PGA said, if you go play for Live, you're not allowed to play in these big tournaments. And then they were in this big lawsuit. Tiger Woods said no to upwards of $750 million. They, they were, the players were getting in fights with each other. Um, it was getting nasty because it was the Saudis. The 9-11 families were furious. They were saying to these golfers who are taking this money that you're basically getting on the memories of all the people who died in 9-11. And then even Moynihan was out saying these same things, kind of guilting his players into staying with the PGA and saying, I don't know, have you ever had to like look a 9-11 family in the face or whatever he was saying? It was disgusting. And now the Saudis, he was like, oh, you're offering these players money? No, we're F you. Oh, you're offering us money? You're offering us hundreds of millions of dollars? And this week, it was announced that they fucking merged because the commissioner is a Moynihan, is a piece of shit, garbage human being. Imagine being those players who said no. This is disgusting disgusting behavior by the pga it's so gross and donald trump predicted it a year ago trust me i'm like a smart person that motherfucker he does know golf (laughs) (laughs) he he knows better than anyone that everyone has a price 
I mean, I would be furious if I was... These guys took a principled stand, and I know Tiger is not necessarily known for his principles. For shizzle. But when it came to their love of PGA, and, like, Liv is kind of flashy, and Liv is new money. It's like, that really, I think, was the big, mm -hmm. the biggest, like, ugh. Yeah, they the had, PGA like, had, at the holes and had the old money, classy bona fides. And yeah, the, the like old long times, you know, traditions. And then Liv comes in. And it's like when I did the Playboy Girls of Golf and there was like a DJ on every hole. This is what I imagine Liv Golf is like. And I think it is. And people are like, no, it's so fun. And it's gross. It broke me. The, other than dumpster fire, what don't the Saudis own at this point? <laughs> <laughs> we are for sale. Yeah, we are currently open to offers. <laughs> Listen up, Saudi. Hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> Fetacy News. Join us at Fetacy.com to get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire. And you get it the day before the Dumpster Fire drops here on YouTube or Rumble or wherever you watch it. Make sure you sign up to our community. It's awesome in there. We're also doing like behind the scenes stuff. We're going to start doing live streams. It's, it's fun. It's like a live golf tournament in there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to keep up with everything that we're doing over at Substack, we have a newsletter. It's also just an easy way to support us and make sure that you keep in touch. If you can't do anything at all, subscribe to our newsletter so you always know if I go on tour, if I'm speaking somewhere. I'll do better about keeping you guys posted when I appear places. I'm going on Glenn Beck's podcast again coming up here soon in a couple weeks. So the best way to keep in touch with us is to go to bridgetfetacy.substack.com and subscribe to our newsletter, Beyond Parody with Bridget Fetacy. It's free! Just like my soul. I want to thank everybody for making this show possible. You, first of all, the viewers and listeners, and you, Cousin Maggie, we are here. We miss Sam dearly. We she really will do. be hoping. Yes, we do. Hopefully, she'll come visit and do a guest appearance and also do some where she patches in with some conspiracy theories that we can all get behind mm -hmm. or conspiracy corner. We also want to thank Dave Yates, Better Fetacy, Ben Howe, Sam for writing, editing, research. We can't do this without any of you. Thank me for the makeup. It's not as good as Luna, but it'll work for now. Sadly, I miss Luna too. My God. Thank you to our audience supporters. We love you. Keep in touch. We love hearing from you. And thank you, Zenpro Audio, where we purchased all of our sound equipment, support small businesses. Thank you, Sheath Underwear, for being our devoted sponsor. We love you, Sheath Underwear. I, it is my go-to underwear, and it should be yours. And now to cleanse your palate, the internet is glorious. Hi, I'm Diane Horner and welcome to Country Hip Hop, the newest trend in country line dancing. Now let's meet our hip hop dancers. Heidi. TJ. Susan. Jamie. Vaudeville. Two steps, running man. Twist, running man, twist. You like to eat? America loves to eat. 
So why not open up somewhere America can sit down, enjoy a meal, and get their feet rubbed? We will fry parts of the chicken you didn't even know was fryable. The beak, the feathers, we'll fry candy bars. All that European stuff that you don't really normally eat, we'll bring it down here and fry it for you. We got fine dinosaur meat. Why not let one of my foot specialists or myself perform our magic? Look at that, don't they look wonderful? The sass is the rule down here, Jones. Good ass barbecue and foot massage. This has been your dumpster fire for the months of April 2nd to June 8th. I'm Bridget Fettesee. Now make me rich, 